Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is March 4th. Time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio NMPC has been conducting conference call for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know you're a newcomer. Iqbal? Iqbal? Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, hey, Iqbal. Thank you for taking my question. Uh, sure. I have a requirement to go home because of my father, and I am I have applied for uh, the uh, I-485 on EB3, and uh-huh. I was so can I go on AP and uh, come back and then do my refile? When is your H-1B expiring? I got the H-1B extension till 2025, but it's not stamped. I I. Uh... Yeah, I will tell you a small hacking, okay? Yes. You go, you come back and advance parole. Okay. okay? Once you come back and advance parole, you go to Mexico. Okay. You come back on H1, H4. H1, okay. And you may ask a question. I don't have the passport stamping on H1B. I know that. There is an exception that's allowed that if you go to Mexico or Canada and you're coming okay. back within 30 days, you can just show the H-1B with the I-94 attached and you okay. can come back and they'll allow you to come back. Now okay. you can refile it if you want. And then I'll be on H-1B. And then after I refile, till how long can I have to be on H-1 and can I immediately convert to EAD with the same employer? We do not suggest that you immediately convert into EAD until the EAD of the EB2 is approved or they deny it. Sometimes they deny it saying that you already have it, we won't give it. Okay. In that case, you can. But we do not immediately tell you that you can go to EAD. Okay? Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Sanjay? Hi, uh, Rahul. Thank you very much. Uh, my question is, I my currently uh, I'm working for employer and they have applied combo 140 and 485 in June mm-hmm. 21. Yes, and it, we- it went into the SRC. So uh-huh. I-140, yeah, and I-140 is approved. And, uh, but after that, there's nothing. But, and my priority date is 2010. But my previous employer who has this uh, Ivan. Mexico's. 
Hmm. I'm getting disturbance. Uh, Iqbal is not muted. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You're telling you have another employer. Okay. Uh, yeah. So previous employer uh, where my I-140 was approved and he okay. he's ready to file my 485 now. So one 485 is pending here. Uh, uh, current employer applied. Yes. And can I go with the previous employer, ask him to apply uh, one more 485 in the same category? And I'm I trying to do it. Yeah, to do because. I, uh, I know yeah. why you're trying to do it. Yeah. Texas. The green yes. Texas. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't see anything wrong in it. I don't see anything wrong in it. You can do it. Same category, uh, 485 with two employer. Yeah, you can do it. Absolutely, nothing wrong with it. Okay, and is there any chance that 100% uh, it will go to NBC or there is any risk in that? No, there is no 100%. Oh, we, then... We're noticing that approximately around nine, I mean, almost 100% are ending in National Benefit Center. However, 10% of them got transferred to Texas though. Okay. But, but, okay. One small question related to that also is that the current employer he has applied in June, June 21. Do you think there mm -hmm. is a chance that in this fiscal year next, in next five, six months, it will get approved? Of course, okay. there is a chance. Is there a chance that I can get $230 million in the next 10 days? Yes. So ask the probability, not the chance. Um, your chance is very good though. I have to tell you that. Okay. Okay. And also, since your priority date is June uh, 2010, is it right? Something like that. Yes, 2010. I would, I would not recommend filing second 485 at this time. That's my judgment call. Now, is it legal to file it? It's perfectly legal to file it. That's my uh -huh. judgment call, but, but nothing wrong if you do so. Next person, please. Got it. Thank you. Sushma? Hello? Siddharth? Hey, Rudy. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Rudy, my question here is, uh, I'm on, uh, my I-140 is approved and my wife is on, uh, uh, she got the H-4 recently and uh, she doesn't have any IT background and uh, she's from finance background and uh, and she's trying to get into an IT uh, job right now. And uh, I, my question is, what are the things that I'm going to, uh, what, like what what kind of an RFE or whatever questions that I'm going to get while I apply an H1 for her, uh, ready? Uh, if she doesn't have any finance background, uh, IT background, yes, no degree is. at all, no experience at all? No. I would not even file H1B for her. Okay. The reason is that the position must require a degree as a specific requirement and mm -hmm. she must have that specific degree. So if we say the position doesn't require it, then it's not H1B, it's not eligible. 
If okay. she doesn't have it, it does not. Now you said that you have an I-140. Why, why not try EAD? Have you tried it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would not even file H-1B for her. Okay, so what, what what if if uh, she applies for I mean for masters here and then do masters here and then apply for H one B like in a in a relative? Then if, of course, uh, if you, if she get masters in computer science, uh -huh. it's a cakewalk. There is nothing much to ask me. About. Okay, so you know the answer. Okay, okay. Right. But I would put my pennies in EADs rather than this master's degree. Then okay. Okay, sure. Next person, please. Vaibhav? Uh, uh, hey Rahul, uh, thanks for taking our calls. Uh, so I have uh, quick, uh, two quick questions. Uh, one is my, I mean, so my priority date is September 2013, which is kind of 17 days away from the date of filing chart. Uh, mm -hmm. And I downgraded my petition to EB3 in October 2020. I have my EAD. Uh, now, that, now that the date of filing chart uh, I mean, my priority date will be current, might be current soon. Uh, and final, ex uh, I'm like four months behind in final action date chart. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your suggestions? Should I go for a new uh, AOS for EB2 or should I wait until uh, date of, I mean, final, ex my priority date becomes current under final action date chart? If you're, uh, I want you to watch the thing called interfiling and refiling. In, okay. I'm, I'm driving right now. So interfiling mm -hmm. and, and refiling. Type that in the, okay. in the, in the, in the YouTube. Okay. There is a sure. thing and I want you to watch that though, but okay. I am going to also going to have an updated version of it next week. I'm going to discuss that, those options and you sure. can go, there is no clear answer what you should do. Okay. There are some advantages in this. There are some advantages in this. The main disadvantage for refiling is that you cannot move out of the company for the next 180 days. The next one mm -hmm. is. Hello. Hello. Rahul, I cannot hear you. Viper, please be online. Sure. Viper, you need to watch this YouTube thing that we put for 10 minutes and you have to make a decision whether you want to sure. refile it or not, okay? Sure. And, um, uh, it's sec Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Second question is, so my, I discussed that my, uh, discussed the same thing with my current uh, lawyer, uh, my company's lawyer. And uh, uh, he kind of told me that regardless of what option I choose, if my case is adjudicated within 180 days, I will have to step down from my current role to the one that is, uh, that is, uh, that we filed our, my I-144. So is that, so that is something that's, uh, kind of bothering me? Is it something that everyone no. has to do? No, I don't know what that guy is speaking about. Yeah, so I, I, I remember one of your video, you mentioned something like that, that you once you get a green card, you don't need to really go back to your original 
uh, role. Uh, and then um, I kind of told him the same thing, and he's like, "No, that is not the law." So I was kind of very confused. No, by no, that. no, 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 no. You need to understand one thing. Right now, your intention is to is to join. Mm-hmm. You can change your intention later on. You cannot keep yes. telling right now to the lawyer, "I don't want to go there." You just say, "Yes, I will go there." And then break the promise once, just like the way you break the New Year promise. I see. Yeah, you can't keep on telling. No, but you you can't tell that guy right now. Uh, I see. Okay. I, I, I never said. Only after you get the green card, you contact me. At that time, I'll tell you you don't have to join. Right now, I will I tell see. you you have to join. I see. But he was telling okay. me that uh, if if I do do it that way, uh, uh, he I mean USCIS may. or deny my green card something like that i and, yeah uh, i may get 231 million dollars in the next <laughs> one week in my lottery okay, okay. next person all right thanks nikhil hey, uh hi rahul uh, so uh, my friend uh, she got uh, h1b through uh, through a full time employer in the us she's in india right now and uh, uh, the current company that she's working with like uh, tcs they said uh, they'll take the visa and transfer it but uh, i mean she has the visa but she hasn't uh, come to the us or she doesn't have pay slips with the new employer Wait, right so does she have the visa stamp in the passport yes yes oh tcs can file a h1b she doesn't need to go for visa stamping she can still come back on h1b of tcs even though tcs h1b is not stamped oh okay so it's just that they have to take the transfer mm mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and again, since this is the first time, so is, will it be like a Dropbox or uh, interview type? When when is her passport visa expiring with the full time company? Next year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, need, the visa. It's she for does not. She does not need to go for stamping, sir. Okay. Okay. So she can come with the sound, same visa. Stamp. I I know it sounds odd, but that is what yeah. it is. Okay. Uh, so to clarify, it's like she can come with the same visa, but with uh, approved I nine I seven nine seven of TCS. Right? But but at the time when she's entering into United States, she clearly will mention that she's coming on TCS, and she has the H one B approval of TCS, and make sure she gets I ninety four until the TCS H one B is approved. And if there is any Got problem, it. she should check the I ninety four as soon as she enters into country. There are ways to rectify mm-hmm. it. Got it. Yeah. Thanks. Yogesh, uh, sir. Uh, my question is regarding uh, green card processing. Uh, I have a priority date of October twenty fourteen. Uh, when I got it through my previous employer, it was for a kind of a, uh, a lead position. Right now, I'm in a senior manager position. So, uh, my current company is re-sponsoring it now. Uh, so, does it matter? Like, uh, uh, is there any issue because I'm applying for a very different role? Uh, Compared to what I what is, what is the priority date? October twenty fourteen. Why didn't you Why didn't you file the four eight five before? Did you Did you left the company? Yes, I left the company. I'm in a different company now. Okay, so first of all, it's a different now. It's a different company though. If your sure. previous role was in IT profession, and if your yes, new wait, let me finish it. If you are joining a new co- company, though, and new company is filing a labor and I one forty, the new company can file a labor and I one forty as a lawyer, as a lawyer, which is completely unrelated with IT, I guess so, and then still quote the date. 
okay okay uh, because okay. current companies attorney uh, said uh, you need to have similar line of uh, technology or business so i'm a bit confused sir like that to, to to port the date yes sir no sir absolutely not required you can move to a lawyer position and can still get it by the way you are in the same profession anyway you are in the same lead lead i don't know what those words are you're just an it professional anyway yes, sir. okay that's that read that meets the requirement but to port the date though you do not need to be in the same profession next person thank you nishan nishan uh, thank you so much uh, hello rahul um so i had a question sir i had an overstay in the us last year and i went back to india and i've been how working... many days was that overstay um so oh, it was more than one uh, so um, august august 2020 till april um, till the starting of april so august is it more than 180 days or less than 180 days it is more than 180 just i think around 200 days i guess mm-hmm. yeah and, and then, you went for stamping um so i came for stamp no, i don't have an h1b where are you right now so i am in india right now um and uh, uh, i was on my opt stem opt extension at that time um and uh, um i was working for an employer and you know my just college year so called for and i realized at that time that you know uh, the job that i'm currently working in uh, that's you know not uh, you know i'm not working under my legal status at that time so i had i just needed said you used the word overstayed yes. you did not yes. overstayed when you were in united states you had a 994 that says dos that is so you violated the status for a period of more than 180 days technically oh, sir your voice is kind of breaking gatri can you your voice is not audible i can't hear you this is the signal gets clear yeah yeah okay you did not overstate you violated the status uh, so, so sir i actually came back to india sorry yeah uh, so no yeah yeah so august 2020 i left my job um, and then i came uh, i came to india Uh, i was in india i was stuck here uh, there were no flights that i could have gone back i had my return ticket but due to covid i couldn't have gone back so i stayed here uh, for four four and a half months then i went back uh, i got an offer letter from an employer due to that offer letter i went back to the united states um, but realized that you know uh, i don't have like that job so i started in this was in january so i stayed in india for four and a half months uh, i went to uh, to the united states in january and then i started searching a job in april i got a job and i joined at that time so april to june i worked in uh, in that job and in june i realized that you know that these three months also that i worked for was not uh, a legal status i would say so right, i had right to, right yeah that's a I, proper word that's a proper word yes sir yes sir you you, so, you while you violated the status 
but you yeah. did not overstay the visa I-94. Yes, sir. So technically, technically, you don't have any bar coming into the United States. So you are in India right now, sir, right? What do you want to do? Yes, sir. I'm working for the same company as a contractor. What though. do you yeah. want to do? Yes, sir. I want, come, I want to come back to the United States. On what visa? Um, so my company is filing an H-1B for me this time. You are you are eligible for H-1B stamping. You uh, are that, you did. You are eligible for H-1B stamping. Uh, okay, is that a question, sir? Sorry, your voice is breaking. You are eligible for H-1B stamping. Okay, okay. So because uh, you did mm -hmm. not overstayed in United States, you may okay. have violated the status for more than 180 days. But still, you are eligible for H-1B stamping. Got it, sir. So that means if I get my, my H-1B approved, I can go for the visa and you know do the, the process and come right. back. In the DS-160 form, they'll ask you, have you ever violated the status, otherwise overstayed? Yes, sir. You say yes, and you answer, you violated the status, not overstayed. You use the word Voil overstayed, you'll be gone. Oh, so I have to say violated. Right. Violated the you may, okay. you, yeah, yeah. You may want to have a consultation with a lawyer because the wordings are very important. So can you can you suggest a name that I can you know consult with? You please? can you can consult with me, but only after you get the H one B appointment. That's when you consult me. Okay. Okay. You don't need to write so, now. Okay. So just just one more thing, and sorry, I've taken so much of time. So sir, I actually applied for my visa uh, when I went back to India. I I was trying to come on a day one CPT course. They gave me an I twenty. I went to uh, the visa counselor, and that got rejected. Because, um, I mean, they asked me, do you have an overstay? I told them, and I told this was the situation because of COVID, and I showed the air tickets. They said it's all but right, but I did you Did you mention that in the DS-160 that you overstayed? Yes, I think I did, sir. Okay, that's fine. If that's the case, you're fine. Um, day okay. one CPT universities, they don't stamp anyway. We'll discuss oh. it, okay? Once you get, once you get the H-1B uh, approval, you have a consultation. We'll discuss at that time. Okay, Next sir. person. Okay. Gupta? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Shalab here. Um, I have a couple of questions regarding my wife's uh, H4 uh, status. Uh, we have, uh, H my, I have my H1 stamping till uh, 2025. Uh, recently got my approval notice, but my extension was applied and her, uh, her H4 extension and H4 EAD extension was also applied at the same time. Uh, I got my approval notice. She didn't uh, got her approval, it's still pending. Uh, but uh, her visa uh, stamping is expiring on uh, 9th of April and her I-94 is expiring on 19th of April. Uh, now we are trying to, uh, uh, I reached out to my lawyer and asked about automatic revalidation and they are pretty dicey about it saying that CPP op official might approve, might not approve. And, uh, you know, the backup is to go to India for stamping or Mexico or Canada for stamping, but there are no Dropbox dates available or uh, stamping dates right available. Right now. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling the solution? Are you Mr. Gupta? I, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Yeah. Can you repeat yourself, please? Mr. Gupta, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I know the problem. I know the solution. Let me tell the solution, okay? Sure. You and your wife fly to Mexico. Have nice margaritas on my behalf there. Okay. 
Rahul, your voice is not audible. Yeah, I, they have to wait because I'm driving them. Can okay. you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. There is a video I want you to watch on the Google type H4 180 days. Ready and human. Okay. You will yes. get the video. I want you to watch I have, it, follow uh, it. You have a, you have a 99% probability of having your wife's identity for extended. I have watched those, that video, Rahul, uh, about uh, 180 extension for EAD as well. Um, and okay. the, I, I told the same thing to my lawyers and they are like, well, recently, I am not have... here to satisfy your lawyer. I'm here to satisfy you. Sure. Okay. Sure. You have and... a 99% probability of success. If you still have doubts, you can make a consultation. I will tell the same thing what I told you in the video. <laughs> uh, does it, okay. do I have to accompany her uh, as well? Or can she, uh, I mean, can she travel to Canada? I would, and... I would, Canada and Canada and Mexico, both are fine. But I prefer to fly. It's better to have the spouse together, but it's not needed. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, thank you, thank you for taking the call. So, my my uh, wife's H four was expiring on June thirtieth. Uh, so, this was our last year. Okay, so we applied for an extension for her H four in around January. At the same time, her work uh, her workplace had also applied for a H one visa. Uh, and her H1 got picked and it got approved somewhere in June, July, right? And her start date was October 1st on the H1B. Mm -hmm. But since we had to maintain the status from June 30th to October 1st, we had to apply for the H4 extension as well, which we had. And mm -hmm. at the end of October, we got the H4 approval as well with a notice date of October 1st. So right now, I don't know, like, what status is my wife on? Is she on H4 or is she on H1? And have we used H1 for at least one day? If not, so we're, like, confused on what is her current status. Is it H1 or is it H4? And did they give the start date of H4 as October 1st? No, the start date was July 1st, like, right after June 30th was her old one expiring and July 1st. It starts on July 1st. When did, when did, when did she got the H4 approval? Uh, in October. Is it October 1st or October 2nd? The notice date says, the notice date on it says October 1st. Damn. We got, the, <laughs> we got the mail at like in the middle of October. No, that's a different issue. Did she got the EAD approved too along with it? Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay, good, 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 good. Yes. Now, I, there is a doubt that can... Mm. Is she working with the same company that filed the H1B? Yes. yes. Okay, do one thing. Let her go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Okay? Let her come back on H1B. Mm -hmm. Remember, I, I'm telling the other uh, Mr. Gupta the same thing. Follow mm -hmm. the same thing. Let her go and come back. Let mm -hmm. her spend one month on H1B. Okay. Then go back to... Let her go back to Mexico. This time she comes back on H4. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get you. Like, but right now there is a doubt. We want right her now, to stay on H1 though. So if you want her to stay on H1B, go to yeah. Mexico, come back, let her stay on H1. Okay, so 
let's say if I'm planning to go to India this year, right? So can I apply like for H-1B stamping there? For her? Yeah, for her. But I don't know when you're going to go. I don't okay. want to stay in limbo right now here. I don't okay. want... Okay, okay. I got you. Right. So, so if I don't take any action right now, does it impact? Any I don't or? want, that's not advisable. Then they, they may say that you violated the status. Why take all the headache? Why can't you spend $500? Yeah, yeah it, it's fine. I, I, but her company is saying that she is on H1. They're like, ignore the H4. But I, I highly... I, it's up <laughs> to you, sir. I'm not, I'm not telling they're wrong, but yeah. I will take this measure to guarantee myself. Next right. person, please. Thank you. I'll take Sandhya? the next two callers, guys. Hi, Rahul. This is... Yes, sir. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, uh, currently, my wife is on H-1B visa. So, she wants yeah. to convert to H-4. Uh, can she come back to H-1 whenever she wants to in the future? Absolutely. How Does long she has she to go through lottery again? How long she has used the H-1B out of six years? One, just one, one and a half year now. She can come back at any time in her life to H1B. It can Does be one year, to, two years. She uh, doesn't have to go through. She doesn't have to go through the lottery. Okay, and uh, and just she has to file I I five thirty nine form to convert to H four. That's it, no, right? No, no, sir. That's a wrong form that you're looking at. But okay. yeah, very similar to I one twenty nine form. Okay. But the only caveat is when she comes back to H one B. She will mm -hmm. only be given for a four and a half years period because she already used up the one and a half year. Okay. Okay, okay sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for Sushma. Sushma, your voice is not audible. Indura. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mr. Rahul. Thank you for giving the opportunity. I could, could you hear me? I can hear clearly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And my priority date is August 1st, 2013. And uh, will uh, uh, I have a EB2 NIW is approved. And uh, present, I would like to change the new, go to the new job. Um, is it possible with EB2 NIW? Uh, because my priority date is uh, hopefully coming next month bulletin so that interfiling or refiling, will it be possible did, if I move to the new job? Did you file the adjustment of status or not yet? Uh, we downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and then adjustment of status was applied and EAD is approved. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have a I-140 with NIW. How did you downgrade it? Um, because the current, previously the date has been current and uh, there was an opportunity no, 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 for... No, ma'am. That downgrade is not available for NIWs. So I'm trying to think how you did it, though. Can you explain oh. it? Oh, okay. Um, 
I don't know. A lawyer has done that, but present I have with me is EB2 I NIW. And then wait, wait, EB... wait, wait, ma'am, ma'am, ma I'm getting okay. confused. Okay. You and your husband are different people, is it right? Does your husband also have I140 or only you? Yeah. Uh, actually, this is about my husband. He is H1 and uh, he has. So, ma'am, uh, ma'am, ma'am. He has an I-140 with NIWs, right? Yes, I-140 EB-3. Uh, Is it I-140 EB-3 or NIW? Uh, EB-3, I-140. EB-2, he has NIW. Aha. So he has two I-140 approvals. Yes. So when did you downgrade it though? I, I heard the word downgrade. Did you downgrade or you didn't downgrade? We downgraded. Uh, first, in October, we have downgraded uh, from EB2 to EB3. And I-140 was approved for EB3. Wait, wait, wait. So he, so your husband has three I-140s right now? No, no. Two, two I-140s. One EB2, one EB3. The first EB2 is for national interest waiver, is right? Yes. I am just thinking how you downgraded and got the EB3 approval. So there is some information missing from you, man, because you're not the right person to speak with because uh, it's your husband. Because you can't yeah. downgrade the NIW. Uh, is it like because he applied for EB1 and it got rejected? And uh, that, is, that also happened in between. EB1 through I need to see the documents, okay? Because NIW cannot be downgraded. I can't hear you. I will. We will take an up because uh, we will take an appointment. We are planning to yeah, take that's an better. appointment with you. That's better. But when you take an appointment, I want to see all the approvals. Upload uh, all the approvals, okay? Okay. Uh, because, uh, uh, okay, okay. Thank you. I will take on Monday. Will that be available tomorrow? Like uh, only emergencies? No, no. no emergency. Only emergencies. Next person, please. Um, okay. Gayatri is going to give a link for appointment. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Divya? Divya? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, hi, Rahul. I have a question. I got my H1 approved uh, uh, last year in the lottery. And uh, went to the visa interview in India, Delhi consulate, January thirty first, and I have, I have, and then from then it's an admin processing. Is there any way to expedite this? Uh uh not that I know, ma'am. Okay. Not that I know. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, thank no you, problem. guys, for coming yeah, in. The next you. conference call will be on Monday at three thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.